What's up, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of No BS Finance. Today, I want to talk about some insights that Vanguard, um, a big investment management company, um, some of the insights that they shared regarding the market for 2023 and beyond, and just some advice to everyday investors. So I'm going to go over some of the key points from uh, what they shared. I'm going to talk, I'm going to break it down, and then I'm going to kind of share my thoughts on them as well. But before we get into that, we got to get into the admin stuff. So as always, this podcast is solely for informational purposes and is not meant as investment advice. My email, my Instagram, they're in the show notes if you want to ask any questions or if you have any real life scenarios you want me to cover on the podcast. If you're interested in a one-on-one consult, shoot me an email and I'm happy to help out in any way. And finally, if you like the podcast, please like it, follow it, share it, download it, all that kind of stuff, as it really does help tremendously. Other than that, let's kick off this episode on Vanguard and the market. So I'm going to start this podcast by talking about who Vanguard actually is, what their insights were, my thoughts on what they shared, and why it matters to you. So let's kick this off. Who is Vanguard? Vanguard is an investment management company with over $7 trillion of assets under management. And that was, I think $7 trillion came from 2021. So it's probably more than that by now. And when I say assets under management, that means that they manage people's money, essentially. Um, that could be through their own mutual funds, ETFs, or investing people's money in specific stocks, bonds, securities, that kind of thing. I've mentioned them briefly on the podcast before because I hold a couple of their ETFs in my own portfolio as they historically do quite well. They are super, super well known and obviously super large with that much money under management. So being this large of a company and doing as well as they do, I would say they obviously have some smart people on board. So they recently shared some insights into the market for the everyday person as I think Things like recession and market turmoil were kind of buzzwords that were going around. So I want to get into what they talked about and maybe break it down a bit more for everyone. So in in this article, they mentioned four main points. And these four main points were, number one, bear markets and corrections are a part of life. Focus on the long term. Point number two, dramatic sell-offs are typically followed by recoveries. Point number three, trying to time the market is pointless. And point number four, don't panic when the market is in turmoil. So let's go and break down each one of these. So the first point they made was that bear markets and corrections are a part of life. Focus on the long term. What they essentially mean by that is that Yes, the market will go down. It can't go up forever linearly. It can't go up forever non-linearly, words. Um, But they mean that the market will go down, like, and it will go down for some prolonged periods of time. And there may be some weeks or months of bad trends. But that is just short term. And you should focus on the long term and your long term growth. For example, the market has its dips and valleys, and I swear every analyst for the last 10 years has been saying that it's a bear market. You should sell. You should sell. Yet in that time, the S&P 500 has returned 150%. 
So yes, you'll see dips in your portfolio, but just know that in the long term, if you have diversified well, you'll probably see gains. Don't focus on that short-term bullshit like day traders do, because as we know from the last episode, they will 90 or 95% of the time not come out on top. So the second point is that dramatic sell-offs are typically followed by recoveries. What they mean here is that big sell-offs or sharp downturns in the market can and will happen. Kind of like the bear market point as before, but the difference here, like dramatic sell-offs are usually like within a month, bear markets are usually a bit more prolonged. So these big sell-offs do happen and we've seen them, but usually you'll see a recovery right after that. For example, in 2020, near the start of the pandemic, the S&P 500 dropped 35%. But this was followed by a recovery that happened basically in March 2020 till January 2022, that saw the S&P go up 120% at its peak. So the best way to weather these storms is to not panic and stay invested. Yeah, you'll lose money, but trying to time the market is pointless and basically impossible. Which leads us to the next point. Because this next point that they made is that trying to time the market is pointless. And I can't fucking stand people that are like, oh, I'm not getting into the market because it's really high right now. And I'm just going to, I'm going to hold it in cash and then I'm going to, I'm going to buy when it's low. And the, like, I think that's the best way to describe the timing the market is the old notion of buy low, sell high, which yes, in theory is great, but it means that people only want to buy into the market when it's super low and sell when it's at its peak and it's fucking pointless. It's impossible to know when the market has bottomed or when it has peaked. Like I've left a ton of money on the table because I had a stock where I thought it was going to like it jumped and I was like, oh, you know what? I think that's probably as much as it's going to do. So I sold it and you know what? It went up a couple more bucks and I was like, fuck, like, you know what? I missed out on that. It is almost impossible to time the market perfectly. So, and it's, And it's so lucky if you get either of those right. Like if you buy in at the right time and then if you sell at the right time, like absurd if you get those right. And oftentimes, like myself, you'll find yourself missing out on gains or performance because you're sitting there waiting for the perfect time. There is no perfect time. You just have to take the plunge and either invest or sell. If the market is high and you bought in, then that's still great because you don't know if it's gonna keep going up or whether it's gonna go down. You have to play that long game and not worry about that short-term bullshit that the media wants you to pay attention to. So that leads me in to the final point that Vanguard makes is don't panic when the market is in turmoil. And this, I feel like kind of sums it all up. It basically means don't just sell all your shit And go all in on cash stored in a tin can or something because you think the economy is going to collapse. Keep that long-term outlook in mind. Investors who move their portfolios to cash during times of turmoil have generally seen weaker performance than people that stay in. I know and I know it's hard not to get caught up in the doom and gloom of the news and them being like, oh, the stock market's going to crash. It's going to go down all this amount. And like, 
it it's just white noise. You really do need to ignore it for the most part and know that your performance will be better if you just ride it out. And that's not saying that you don't look at your portfolio after six months or a year and you go, hey, like um, whatever ETF or whatever stock I have is like not doing that well. You do some research and you're like, holy fuck, like they're missing like all their production targets and things really don't look good. That doesn't mean that you just go, oh, that's fine. I'm sure they'll pick it up. Like, no, that means you go, hey, like maybe I'll maybe I'll invest it into something else, but I'm not just going to be like, hey, I'm going to go take cash. I'm just going to sell it and then let it sit cash. No, you reinvest it into something else. So that brings me back, sorry, a little rant there, but you just need to know that your performance will be better if you just ride it out. A lot of the news is super short-term focused, but you just got to ride that wave. Don't look at your portfolio for a bit. Out of sight, out of mind is what I always think with my TFSA and RRSP. And then check back in a few months. And I think that's a really good outlook to have. So the last thing I want to cover in this podcast is just to kind of bring those points all together so they matter for you. Because it was kind of chopped up there, but let's bring it all together. So market downturns, whether it's a bear market, whether it's um, something super sharp that just brings the market down within like five days or something like that, they're going to happen. And that's life. You can't win all the time. But the important thing and the most important thing I want you to get out of this podcast, this episode, is to not freak out. Do not panic. Don't pull, don't pull all your money. Don't panic. Just ride it out. And focus on your long-term goals. And I know you might be seeing like your stock drop by 30%. You might be going, oh my God, like this is affecting my long-term goals. And like it's been, um, maybe it's been a month. Like no, it isn't. No, it isn't. If you're planning for retirement, trust me, it's not affecting your fucking long-term goals. You're going to be fine. Because the markets will usually recover after those sharp downturns. And during bear markets, you just have to ride it out and wait for greener pastures on the other side because eventually it will turn around. It cannot go down forever. And finally, do not fucking try to time the market. If you have the money and you're thinking about investing, there is no perfect time. Just do it. Like a Nike slogan, just do it, but for investing. And if you're thinking about selling, I would say... If this one's a little, well, it's not different. If you're sell, if you're thinking about selling your investments and getting cash, the only reason I can think that I would do that is if I have a big purchase, if I'm retiring or something like that. I don't think I would ever just sell all my investments and be like, oh, okay, like we're good and just go into cash because of some news that I heard where the economy is going to collapse. I don't think I would ever fathom doing that. So if you're thinking about selling a bunch of investments, I would say just do it when you need to or when, um, yeah, when you need to, whether that's retirement, whether that's um, a big purchase coming up like a home or a car, maybe something like that. But the most important thing is don't panic and get into the market. So that's going to wrap up today's podcast. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed this format of podcast, me reviewing articles and kind of trying to make it applicable to all of you and also taking people that I would consider much smarter than myself, taking their advice 
and not even dumbing it down, just relaying it to you guys. Um, so I really hope you guys enjoyed it. I hope you guys learned something new. I hope if you're thinking about investing, but you're like, oh, the timing's not right, that you just do it and don't worry about timing the market or anything like that. And if you were worried about your investments in 2023, that this kind of gives you some peace of mind to be like, hey, like, yeah, it might be, there might be a rough couple months. There might be a rough month, something like that. But you know what? There's green grass on the other side. Other than that, if you guys have any questions about this, shoot me an email, shoot me a message on Instagram. Um, if you want something more personalized and custom suited to you and your own personal finances, shoot me an email and we can set something up. If you guys like the podcast, please like it, share it, download it, all that kind of jazz. It really does help a lot for me and the growth of this podcast so it can reach a bunch of people. So once again, thanks again, everyone. I hope you have a great day and we will see you next week.